Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 23rd. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing uh, I'm doing good. Just fresh off a of major week, ready for quite the week of uh, golf. We already got a little appetizer today. I don't know if it was little. Holy shit. It's pushing five hours. Nothing little about it. I told my wife, I was like, listen, there's these like, there's, you know, she, there's this event today. She goes, what the hell? The U.S. Open is over. What are you talking about? I was like, oh, it'll just be like a couple hours. You know, it's like a, it's moves. It's one of those matches. It was dark out. These guys are still like playing golf. They're doing this 19th hole shenanigans with, you know, the the legends. It was nothing, nothing little about it. We'll get to that, though. But it was... Uh, the 19th yeah. hole looks like it could could fit right in a DLF at the player design. How about that? How about that? It's <laughs> something else. Did you hear at the beginning of the telecast they were talking about how it floods? No. I mean, it, it looked pretty high there on the edge, the <laughs> they, back edge. Like looked like it wouldn't take a lot more for that water. They said it was completely underwater like a couple weeks oh, ago. That, I would believe it completely if I was just looking at it. It's like, huh, that looks like it could get pretty close. I mean, that was a ridiculous event. <laughs> like I don't know how, how much money that thing cost Johnny Morris, but it Holy it had shit. to be ten million at least. Oh, just for the event you're talking about. Just for Not the to event. build the course. The course yeah. probably cost twenty five million. Thirty oh, maybe thirty five million. Because you gotta dynamite the limestone. Which is natural to the area, right? I mean yeah. it's not like they're you know, hauling in waterfalls to build um, around it. But it, it's just, I just, I mean, Geronimo had to be pissed with the amount of run that Johnny Morris is getting. Johnny Morris, Johnny Morris, Johnny Morris, everybody. Johnny Morris, Azinger won't shut up about Johnny fucking Morris all day. Everybody, Johnny Morris, we know. They could have just played this in the, in the Bass Pro Shops pyramid thing in Memphis. <laughs> It was just a lawn advertisement for Johnny Morris and his little paradise in the Ozarks. That's all it was. Now, now I love any opportunity take away to from see the course. Tiger Woods, uh, yes. Rory McIlroy, JT, and Justin Rose play. That's fine. Oh, I, I'm not complaining. It was an infomercial with advertisements in it. FanDuel. I mean, let's, look, people got to put up the money for these things to happen, right? That's just the way it goes. I think it's Johnny Morris put up the money. I know. And then I think the, the network uh, sold all the ads and activations into it. No, Nobody at the network was paying for anything, would be my guess. The, the, everything was comp for just come shoot our tournament, and they paid them. Um, this is not take away from the course and what might be a fine resort. I've never been. It looks very beautiful. I'd probably relax. It'd probably be a nice place to have a 
glass of Smith Devereaux or something. Maybe, like, maybe we could do a joint family vacation there. Yeah. You don't want any part of this family vacation. <laughs> we would just come dive bombing in with six people, you and your wife, your peaceful little newborn. You don't want any part of that. You've been you've been proposing these, you know, once or twice, and my wife's like, I don't. That's not re- relaxing for them at all. But um, look, the course looked fine. Looked pretty good. I'll tell you this, you know, all those people. People who were bitching about it being too soft at Wingfoot last week. I mean, <laughs> this was a quick snapback, like, you know, whiplash. <laughs> right back to, to earth. Like, the ball just, like, sticking. I mean, did not move. Velcroed as soon as it landed. Uh, that, was a, that was a quick change of pace back to that. And, uh, you know, whatever. They're taking a lot of rain there, a lot of water. Uh, I, of course, looked... Like, it'd be fun to play if you were a resort guest. It looked wide. It looked, you know. Yeah, you're not going to lose a lot of balls. You would go climbing on the limestone at the end of it, you know, walking around in the caves or whatever that is stuff. <laughs> but so not not to take anything away from whatever the course was, but it was just such a transparent, bald-faced advert infomercial nonstop. azinger was out of like just out of control he said control. it was the best conditioned golf course he's ever seen what were the attributes he liked the limestone walls <laughs> the waterfalls the water the rock outcroppings i mean the guy and That's, the zoysia, the specific kind of zoysia. He seemed real into that. One of the crazy things is, like, Johnny Morris puts up all this money to have his course showcase. And, like, they have nobody on the telecast that can talk about the golf course <laughs> at all at a, at a somewhat educated level. But they made it out to seem like they were in Augusta National, <laughs> Paradise Found. Like, see, Augusta National, like... I, I haven't be been there. Like, I can't speak to, you know, any of the golf courses out there, but... Well, to be clear, we're not we're not bagging straight up on the golf course. It was just the way, you know, there's a certain level of, of look, praise it, compliment it, compliment the effort. Certainly, they, they raise money for the Payne Stewart Family Foundation. That's good. Like, all that stuff is good. Um but it was it got a little heavy handed, like not little, like a lot heavy handed. A lot, even there was you know, great the CBS... moments though. Like what? Banner moments. Gary what? Player. Oh God. Why was he there? Well, they that's Johnny brought him all in. Yeah, he brought brought Jack in too. Jack's Doesn't got he a, have course. a course. I mean, Buffalo think, Trace or Buffalo Ridge, something or other. Think about Mount- it for Johnny Morris. He's got a course with Jack, Gary, and Tiger, like all-time greats. He probably all wanted them all in the same spot. And a core Crenshaw, I think. Yeah, core Crenshaw. I believe. I wonder yeah. if they were there. They but didn't see them. They I don't didn't know get activated. Have, I don't think they have enough followers. Yeah. I don't think. I wonder if we're gonna get a JT course next. You know, did you hear him ask JT if he likes golf course design? Who did? Azinger. More? Oh, no, he did? Yeah. Oh, God. He asked him if he thought it would be a part of his career, his future. And, and JT said he was enthralled with golf course design. I mean, I, I, I don't mean this. <laughs> it's part of his oh, career. Oh, God. Centerline Bunkerville 
you know. Uh, we know that won't be a feat. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised he didn't complain to Tiger about any of the centerline bunkers out there. Hey, I, I, I don't ask this hyperbolically. I, I, this is an honest-to-God question. I, 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 to be perfectly candid, I think both of us were in and out of this thing. I didn't sit down for five hours and watch this giggle, hit and giggle. I'll, I'll like, tell you, just... I, uh, I, I was locked in for the first three hours of it. And then, you know, the, ga- hours. the Gary thing happened. And then I went upstairs and, I'm, and I thought to myself, I was in my basement watching it. I was like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> I mean, the U.S. Open was last week. I spent like the yeah. entire week watching yeah. TV. It's 72 degrees and sunny in Chicago. And I'm like, what? why am I in my basement watching this thing? And I went and I went and did outdoor activities and hung out with my family. Yeah, I started throwing the football in the backyard. It was just perfect outside. I, that's, that was my only other thing is like, why, why the timing? Like, why well, so you know, long? I mean, well, no, the Tuesday after the freaking U.S. Open. Now, granted, well, they, they got to open the course. I, it's that's there you go. It's got to be open for you know resort. But it's just hard for me as a TV product to take that in after like eight to ten days of heavy like U.S. Open prep and consumption and all that. It's just like especially like we're a day removed from JT himself saying like golf. I hate golf right now. It's the furthest farthest thing from my mind. I'm not going to play. I don't want to play. And then he's got to pop oh, up He here. probably just like looked and like, oh God, I can't believe I have to do this. The million, <laughs> the million or whatever they're paying me isn't worth it. Rory had like a thousand yard stare in this press conference. He flew up this morning. It's pushing like nine o'clock local. He's still fielding he's a, questions. He's got a newborn stuff. that he's been yeah. home for like six days of, you know, it's like, like he probably just think... wants to be home with his family. He's still doing this. He's like, how am I? He's getting asked about rollback. He's my MasterCard <laughs> holders are putting him on the spot. These guys that have a MasterCard get to ask questions, and they're putting them on the spot about, you know, Jack wants to roll back. Where do you stand? He's like, ah, thanks, Brent. Appreciate that. Um, No, but honest to God question, not to be hyperbolic. Do you feel, based on what you took in, that Azinger was much more complimentary and gushing of this than he was four days at Wingfoot? Yeah. And that's fine. Different strokes <laughs> for different folks. Like you don't you don't have to defer to Waynefoot just because people tell you it's more historic and it's got it's venerated and all that. But like I kind of felt like where was this like level of I don't know, appreciation gushing or 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 I don't know. Well, do you saw that one thing he he just decided not to play in the in the one US Open at Wingfoot. Like not to even try. I don't remember that. Oh, he, okay. He and he he was cited being like, you know what? It just doesn't seem worth it. It it sounds like it would be a miserable week there. I mean, we I had to hear the, about the, the bass fishing, the boats, all the things that you know, come cleanse yourself in the waters of Ozarks, like everything you can do and find and take your family there. We heard about Henny Henny, uh, Zool. I'm sorry. I I don't remember her uh, new uh, married name. name. Yes, surname. Uh, um, But uh, we had to hear about her spa day yesterday. Oh, I didn't hear that. I was out of pocket. She talked about her spa day for five minutes on air. 
You know, it's, it's, she opened it with, this isn't an advert, but. Oh, it was nonstop. Whatever. I'm, just, I'm sure I would, I would love to go down there. I'm sure Mrs. would love to go down to the Big Cedar Lodge. I just well, haven't found the time. I've, I've been driving distance, too. I just haven't ever found the time to go down there. But I, I, it, I'm sure it's relaxing. It's, it looks beautiful. I mean, the golf courses are probably fine. I mean, it's not the best place to build golf courses, but, but it's a beautiful place. What's the origin story of the Murder Rock course that used to be there, and why is it no longer there? So John Daly built a golf course. I want to say it was in the 90s. From the general region, Arkansas, you know, pushing up into that. Okay. John Daly signature course called Murder Rock. And it well, didn't... Was there a murder there? Why that? Why is that name? I don't know. Okay. I, I, I don't know the origin of the name. All I know, I was told by somebody that had... Uh, this is a secondhand Bill Core story that Bill went out there and walked. And he said he called somebody while he was walking from the ninth, ninth green to the 10th tee and it took 25 minutes <laughs> just to walk just to walk <laughs> and that just is no longer yeah the, they abandoned so, ship on that so i johnny morris bought it i think it oh, went defunct okay. johnny morris okay. bought it tried to rebrand okay. it as like buffalo valley ridge valley or something it didn't work and then Part of the core Crenshaw course occupies half the land. Okay. And the Tiger Woods course, I think, occupies the other half of it. But okay. But John Daly built a golf. Uh, the 10th tee was uh, about two miles from the clubhouse in the ninth green. It's <laughs> unbelievable. How does that even happen? That seems hard. Like, I. Uh, that, I don't even understand. That, that conceptually just breaks my brain i don't know two miles doesn't make any sense how does that happen that's not that's not was it did you make the turn did the ninth green finish at the clubhouse and then you got to walk two miles okay anyways i enjoyed the abandoned boats and all the different there's this pontoon boats and just i didn't see those wrecked and all these man-made maybe some natural bodies of water around the holes they just had boats sitting out there it was just a cornucopia of content. And then yeah. nobody knew who won. I, I haven't watched that. Yeah. I got it on the yeah. DVR. I haven't watched that. I want to see what everybody's like, talking about. Jack and Gary are hitting shots in the, ninth, uh, the 19th hole. It's just a lot of stuff going on. The Can I play Steine? the Gary Clare, player clip for us? Oh, yeah. Please. Please. Are you not going to play the Carson Daly intro? I mean, we let off with that. We knew we were kind of in trouble. Oh, I didn't see the Carson intro. Oh, he did I have essay. to rewind to that. Ready for this? Where's Gary? Yeah, give it, give it to me. Oh, that's a very difficult question to answer, but I still hold my major championships because doesn't I've sound difficult. Sacrifices in my life, traveling over here, forty hours with six children, and being away from home. It was a big sacrifice, and you know, not living here and being easy to do it. If I'd lived here, I really believe I would have won more majors. But I'd like to in. Enhancing what Jack, uh, Jack said about golf courses, uh, for me, it's very important, having been a farmer and uh, having raised a, a lot of different crops. He's center, all over the place. We've got to watch water. We're running out of water in the world, good water. Farmer. A lot of people don't understand that. And so and also to not over-fertilize and over-water 
And the other thing water. that is driving me crazy, my brother crazy. went to war to fight for the Americans when he was 17 years of age, and he became Where? one of the world's leading conservationists. And he was a tree hugger, the same as I am. I am a tree hugger. And I'm seeing trees on golf courses today that were 80 years old and they're slicing them down by some city slicker. They should be fined for doing this. All the great golf courses of the world, Augusta, Pine Valley, Royal Melbourne, one of Jack's golf courses at Muirfield, Jack Bill's beautiful golf courses, all had tree line. It's nonsense to be cutting all these tree lines. It's unfair. We worry about the Amazon cutting down the trees, and we're doing and we're contributing to the same effect. For goodness sake, stop cutting them down and plant more. If you don't know how to get a golf course with great shape, brush up on your knowledge, because I can tell all the great golf courses of the world were tree-lined around the greens and around the fairways. You know, Paul, you... Did you say the word city slicker in there? <laughs> so sli- city slickers coming in and cutting them all down. What was... I am a tree hugger. He went from flying around the world with his family so, so the question, to being a to be farmer fair, to, to be, his brother going to war. The, the question to, was from Asinger, what do you... You know, care like what do you think back more more proud of your major championships or your your work as a golf course designer? Oh, okay. He said that's so, an easy question. But I, I, the brother going to war thing, like I don't know where that came into being him a, being a tree hugger. I mean, to be fair, the guy's like eighty five years old. He was eccentric and bombastic when he was young, and now he's 85, and he's just letting it rip. There's no consequences, but I, I it was puzzling. It was it added some spice to the day, though. It was right? incredible. It was I, the most amazing thing about it is he started the rant talking about water conservation, and anybody that knows anything about golf course maintenance and it, you know this is something that is kind of a prerequisite to be a good golf course designer. Is that you know that like fertilizer, like the trees require more fertilizer and water. <laughs> then if you yeah. cut them down, your your water bill and your your fertilizer they they suck up all the water in the fertilizer. <laughs> so if you want to cut down on water, you should have less trees. He's talking about being a conservationist while also flying more miles than any man known that's inhabited the earth, burning how, through jet fuel to get around the world. How about him just, talking about how how he would have won more majors while he was sitting next to Jack Nicholas? Well, Jack's probably heard it twenty five <laughs> times now, just rolling his eyes. And, and is Royal Melbourne tree line? No, the way he cited that one, I was like, ah, also, I don't know that I. Also, when Pine Valley was built, there were way less trees than there are now. They're trying to just take them down to get it back to where it was when it was built. None of the none of those courses when they're built had a ton of trees. Is the, the trees old got pl- tree line. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's just a great. It was just a crazy rant. It was unbelievable. I loved it. I it. I'm never going to forget that. It's going to be a lasting image of Gary Player for me for the rest of my life, and I'm so happy I was there. Sitting watching it. He's doing these crazy calisthenics because he's got to hit this tee shot on the 19th hole. And Henny Zool, he's like doing these violent stretches. Like almost followed through, hit Henny while she's trying to talk into the microphone. He's, he's out of control. But we knew that already. All right. <laughs> should we move on? 
couple other things. This was this the biggest crowd you've seen on a golf course yeah. since March. A lot of people. What? They're, they're jammed in there. Where did these people all come from? Who are they? Partners? Are they Master Mastercard VIPs or something? I don't know. It was packed. Tea boxes. Like they're two and two two deep, three deep on the tea boxes. Influencer it was, party. It was packed. Yeah, cart and um you had the fight for two was another thing. You know how they did the fight for three for the FedEx Cup, Roy versus oh, Tiger? Yeah. Well, Roy won driving relief. Tiger won the champions for charity match. And this was the fight for two. This is like, this is where he, they excelled now this season. This is Tiger's bread and butter, these silly season. They don't even know who won. What did you think of the catnip, the Domino's pizza? I didn't did see it. Did you see this? No, I was, I was outside. Rory apparently just loves Domino's. Really? Inhales Domino's. And then I saw, I think it was... Part- I think Do- I think Domino's is the best of the... Chains? Of the, of the chains. What do you think? You, I think it's it's not Maybe bad. Papa. We, no. Papa. <laughs> Papa's gone off the deep end. I don't think I can abide <laughs> Papa anymore. He's got this, doing those weird videos with the weird voice and the sweating and all that. <laughs> I... I guess Domino's. Papa's not in the poor ass house. I mean, I went like 10 years without having any of these. And we've like started to mix Domino's back in because my kids like the whole delivery, pro- like something showing up at your door. 20, you know. I guess Dom- somebody said Domino's stock is like through the roof because it's like a technology company now. Like, well, all these other ones are just tanking, but Pizza Hut, Domino's, I guess, with all their... It's a technology company more than a pizza company. Who did Peyton buy and do? Does he own 20 Papas? He's buddy with Papa. He always did all the ads. I think Papa kissed him on the cheek or somewhere a little too close. After he won the Super Bowl with the Broncos, there was that. Like, how did Papa get on the field during the Super Bowl? You don't remember all that? Yeah. Peyton's a Papa guy. Um, We're all over the place. I'm a Team Domino's guy. None of them are good. Domino's is had, the best of the worst. We had Domino's on our like student ID card. You could pay with your like you, in college. Did you OD on it? It was not a good situation. <laughs> I mean, that's just a terrible idea. It's linked to your like student bucks. And, you know, the freshman 15 become the freshman 50 real fast like that. <laughs> um, but getting back to my original point. So this was catnip. I saw people tweeting all about it. I think Barstool Trent, I want to say, someone tweeted at him, and I may have you track this down, that their friend hosted, had him in their house at Chicago for Olympia Fields tournament. And they stocked their house with like organic foods and stuff and and, and craft. Yeah. Rory was staying at this guy's house in Chicago. And the guy set up his house, stocked the fridge with organic foods, craft beer, nice liquor. And he came back after the week. Rory rented it or stayed there. Nothing was un- nothing was touched. No liquor, no food. And they found a, a bunch of Domino's boxes in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Completely unverified rumor. A friend of somebody tweeting at some bars at Barstool Trent. Totally unverified. But that that the thought it was of that right there with it. the with the Bryson chocolate milk thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's just the thought of that amused me. All right. Are we done? I mean, Are in Chicago, yeah. You're in Chicago. You could get some wonderful pizza, 
and you go with Domino's? That I, might be the I, most insulting thing. I would have given Rory be, some pizza racks. I thought that might piss you off. Yeah. Yeah. thought that might upset you. Unbelievable. Okay. Anything else? You're good? We did a lot on the Paynes Valley Cup. Didn't Nick to anticipate that, I guess. Domino's top I of the I don't even rock. know who won. <laughs> I guess Tiger and JT won, but I'm not sure that it's full. they fully explained it. I couldn't follow it. I I'm, mean, they did... S- there wasn't a bad format. Six, I loved. I shot, loved the all shot. It was a great yeah. format. Yeah, and then two what singles the, matches. It, lay out the format for those that didn't hear. I, I, I mean, I'm not. I don't know if I'm fully clear. Six I, best so, ball. This six was supposed to be this like Ryder Cup proxy, right? You know, so you did six best ball. It two felt on just two, like a Ryder shot. Cup. <laughs> With what Tiger hitting one off the planet, fairways ninety yards wide for the Americans set up. Justin um, Rose is on two is worse. Yeah, the double cross there. Yeah. He's trying to hit a high cut, right? Things still might be falling. I don't know how tall those like cliffs are there. Uh, that was the Anma ball, the old Anma ball. Um, Justin yeah, Justin Rose when he had like the cameras on him and he knew he had to say something was not good. He was terrible. <laughs> And Tiger can't talk about anything but golf. He's good when you get him going on like equipment or this nerdy stuff. He like he lights up and it's great. But he he can't do anything else other than that. Or it was clear JT and Rory were just kind of walking together. And Rose, I felt bad for almost. <laughs> he was like this guy, like kind of walking on the outskirts, but like looking back, wondering if he should jump in the conversation or if he's just maybe like abandoned ship and just kind of walk off by himself. <laughs> you know, know who you reminded me of? I mean, this exists in foursomes everywhere. We know, you know what we're talking about. You know who you reminded me of? And I know you don't watch the show because you've got four kids and you yeah. don't watch TV. Was uh, Silicon Valley, the Jared guy. <laughs> Kind yeah, of, kind of looks just, like him too. And he's I watched like, that before I had kids. They're, you know, early. Yeah. And he like is peering through fly um, shades. Like that's Justin um, Rose. Um, Rory, 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 JT, and then he just like kind of like sidles <laughs> away. So yeah, he was. I felt bad for him in a way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you feel bad for Jared in Silicon Valley too. Payne's Valley Cup, just a delightful little Tuesday. Maybe the event of the week. I wish it wouldn't have been like right on the heels of this U.S. Open. I know that's what, where I just like I felt. Yeah, I for the listeners like being, and I know this is probably one of the world's smallest violins, but covering the U.S. Open, cry like, me a river. You're about to get. I'm just saying, like I'm up at like six thirty, and I'm I like I'm in my house. My wife is. We've got a newborn. She's running up and down the stairs. You got four kids. You're just sitting on the couch watching golf, and then you're like, at the end of it, you're like, "Hey, I I got to record a podcast," and then yeah. and then after that, like, I'll I'll might decompress and watch them live from, and then it's yeah, like ten course. o'clock, and it's like you do it over again, and then I just felt it was like Tuesday after this, and I just felt so guilty. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The brands is good. Good day for the brands. That's all I'll say. Okay. Um, we don't have an ad read. I think we're good. Free and clear. So I'll just say. Uh, we got all the ads in earlier with Domino's and Domino's Big Cedar Duel, I mentioned Big Cedar, Bass Pro Shops. Anything else we need to mention? <laughs> we will have some merch coming. The merch is coming hot and heavy. New logo. A lot of people, yeah, new logo. A lot of people have been asking for a restock on the thick boy caps. The They're thick boy caps were already, 
in the mix before he won the national championship, the U.S. Open. We've got some Masters pullovers that I think. Oh, not. I shouldn't use the brand name. It's a it's a green pullover, right? With the shotgun start logo. An activation. It's, a very it's an activation. Sh- sharp green that you could wear around the holidays. You could wear around the Masters week. It's uh, it's. You could yeah, probably think, wear it hunting because then you'd blend in. It's good. I think that'll go. It'll be nice. So we got you some stuff coming in. You could wear hunting at the Big Cedar Lodge. Thick boy cap. What is the other one? Some wool hats, like some melting wool kind of melting wool. There you go. New logo, stuff like that. Coming in in the next few weeks. I don't want to overpromise here with Will Knights. He's the one. Who <laughs> I, we knows don't know all when this. it's coming. Tervises? We don't know when it's going up. Oh yeah. Maybe some Tervis tumblers, things like that. So I had right, some. Your, I had some paperwork that I finished today that was two weeks overdue for Tervis. To for Tervis. To get a set Maybe those won't be in soon then. I don't. This is our merch operation. You're getting a peek behind the curtain. We're just speaking off the cuff. Okay. Um, where are we going we from there? I, I, I don't, don't even know where to go. Do you want to go to the DR? Do you want to talk about Mike Davis? Let's talk about Mike Davis. Can we really quick do... Yeah, let's talk about Mike Davis. Okay, so I got a tip about this earlier in the week. I guess, or, you know, yesterday. It's early already. Actually, no. First, we got to talk about you are getting some heat from from the Kiwis. The New Zealanders oh, are God. coming after you. Yeah. they. I My, my comments, I guess, on... On Danny Lee, not he shouldn't have to. He shouldn't be allowed to play in the USGA Championship for a while. God, aggregated station is like in a column in the largest newspaper in New Zealand, and it's all like how it pissed me off that he WD'd. I guess that's what the language I used. And it's like the, he's got a, the crowning moment of the shotgun start that a reputable newspaper is using quotes from this podcast. I said he shouldn't be allowed to play in USJ. Well, you know, Kiwis are defensive of their own. I guess they they thought I was a little too harsh on Danny Lee, and I'm getting angry emails. I've, I've, uh, we might need to go. Might be going to war with the Kiwis. I, I'm trying to. I'm sorry. I just thought. I guess. I, I don't know. Fine. Don't suspend hey. him. I just thought he shouldn't have WD'd. I thought that was a bullshit move. I just want. The Kiwis to know that I did not say these comments. <laughs> oh, get out of here. I, I am a big fan of New Zealand. One day in my life, I might want to move to New Zealand. Oh, I would love to move to New Zealand. I'm envious of the country they have and the scene, scenery they have. I just think one of their golf pros, you know, it was a bullshit move. WD and after a good friend of mine moved to New Zealand. And he's yeah, like the happiest oh. he's ever been in his life. He lo- yeah, I bet. I bet. Ah, my wife's been my wife went there. It's amazing, amazing place. Um, where were we going next? Mike Davis. Mike Davis. You got the early okay. tip. Sorry. Oh, I just heard earlier. I heard earlier that this was coming. I was like, ah, oh, he's leaving. He's resigning. And the person just teased it for me. That I heard from a couple people. One person said, "You will not believe what he's doing next. It will trigger. It might trigger your little podcast co-host Andy. It might trigger the egg." Uh, so I assume you told me the this. worst. Yeah, I, th- I assume the worst that he was pulling the Frank Thomas, the big hurt, right? <laughs> That's this what, is I what did he too. did. He's going to take his distance insights report and run to the dark side. They quit some OEM equipment company. I figured he's going to go shill for them when they said this would upset us. But no, it's it's not that bad. He's just going to be he's getting into the golf course design game. GCA, he's starting his own firm. What is it called? Fazio and Davis. Fazio and Davis Design. 
Can this you? is Tommy Fa- Tom Fazio the second. I can't get all these fa- keep all those fa- Fazios straight. So George was the original. George sure. was Tom's uncle. Tom has a son, I believe, named Logan, who also who works under Tom, and is like the heir to Tom Fazio. I mean, Tom Fazio, he's seventy eight, seventy nine years old now. I ever tell you my Fazio story about the Masters? The uh-uh. for not letting the kid get in front of him to see a view on the rope line. <laughs> So like the Masters, you know everybody's out there, right? There's no VIP tents or anything. Everybody, everybody's out there. You can run into Aaron Rodgers. Fazio's on the first tee, and all of a sudden, I just I next to him by whatever random circumstance, and some dad wants his kid. It was Tiger, some big group on the first tee. Some dad wants his kid to like be able to see. Fazio won't move. Tom, the 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 legend. And he was chatting with some Caves Valley members or something about how he needs to get, they need him to get back there and do something or whatever. And the guy won't, he won't let the kids, like, well, you know how it is. We got it. There's no, there's no stands here. And Fazio's getting grumpy. Won't let the kid look. And the guy, I just hear, he goes, I'm never playing one of that asshole's courses again. <laughs> the dad. <laughs> just whispering to his friend behind Fazio. What a grump. I'm never playing one of his asshole courses again. So, anyways, I got, another a, good, digression. I got a good Fazio story. Yeah. Is he grumpy? No, I, mean, I uh, guess you can be grumpy when you've done everything. Nice. Okay, good. He's good. actually the contra- contrary. Like, if especially good. quite the contraire. Yeah, especially good. if you are, you know, anybody that has any sway at a club that might pay him millions of dollars. <laughs> I had a buddy who, you know, is in the industry, ran into, you know, Mr. Fazio somewhere, yeah. Yeah. ended up having a couple pops with him. Okay. A couple juice boxes. Yeah. Okay. I guess, you know, the Faz was pretty toasted, and he got up, and, you know, they had a great riveting talk. Like, he said it was an yeah. awesome, like, a great conversation. He, he said to my, uh, my buddy, he said, now listen, I want you to remember one thing. Tom Fazio does nothing for a little bit of money. <laughs> and then he walked away. <laughs> Unbelievable. So who I am so confused. How are you Tom the second if you're not Tom's son? Think, He's Jim's son? I think it's his cousin, yeah. There's too many Fazios. It's so ironically there's another there's a tom fazio that works for the wisconsin state golf association <laughs> there's a fazio in my kids class i wonder if he's related somehow there's fazios everywhere i but i don't i don't understand the the how it works that you become the second I, if I you're a nephew i don't understand he's jim's kid but he's tom the second i guess is like that, this is mike davis's cash again play yeah, you know we should get we should actually talk about Mike Davis on this. Well, I mean, what do you what's your reaction to this? I mean, I'm just kind of confused. I'm like, you, you're Mike Davis, and the, and I've never met Tom Fazio too. I've never played any of his golf courses, so I can't really judge. I don't know anything about the guy except he has long hair. <laughs> <laughs> 
He <laughs> really does. I might like, like. I'm like kind of inter- interested. Yeah. I'm interested. Yeah. I'm so interested in Tom Fascio now. <laughs> Tom Fascio, the Tommy. Tommy too. Yeah. But but yeah. <laughs> so. What you don't think he should have bailed to do this? I don't know. I just don't know who's hiring them. Not a lot of golf courses are being built. So, right? like, people uh, are like, oh, he's going to be the new open doctor. And I was like, well, like, the problem is, like, every golf course has been restored. Oakmont yeah. works with Corin Crenshaw. Gill's working at Wingfoot, the country club. Like, all these courses have been restored. LA was done. LA's right, by done Gil. by Gill and Jeff Shackelford. Like, yeah. that's done. So now, like, I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, I started, I pulled up a top 100 list and started rolling down it, and there just aren't a lot of jobs. A, that, like, for, I would imagine you hire him to get a U.S. Open, right? That would be Uh, the lot, well, that would be part of the logic. you would know better than, yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, and then the only one that popped in my mind was Pebble Beach. But they're never going to close to do work, right? Yeah, but I don't know. I I just it I, was a, so, it was kind of head scratcher to be honest. I I know the guy's into design. It I'd be remiss not to say he did a lot yeah. of really good stuff. Let's let's talk about him for a minute. Like so, here's my defense of that of him doing this. He's 55. He joined the USGA at like 30, I think 1990. He's been doing this job. Which has to be a strain, right? You're, it's a stressful, straining job. He's 55. He's going to do something else with his life. Like, now's the time, right? You kind of get out and try something different. You got one more kind of shot to, like, change careers or change jobs. I, I would, like, you don't, you don't want to be 60 and, like, trying to reinvent or, you know, really get into a high-intensity job. So I kind of understand him doing that or, or changing up or bail. Like, this is not a job that keeps you young. It's a it's a stressful job that he had. Everybody blames him for everything. I Yes. <laughs> I think I'm totally just, like, reading. I'm, I'm not even reading tea leaves. I'm presuming. And this is, like, an impression. He made a really strong impression on me at, at Shinnecock. I was like, this guy, like, he's not someone who hates golf. He's not someone who's misinformed on golf. I think he's pretty educated, knows proper and right golf. Might have, you know, had some slip-ups with a few setups or conditioning decisions or whatever. But I think he always was, like, really well-intended and and not someone who was hard-headed in the wrong ways. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For lack of a better word, you know, you'd say, or he's woke or whatever. Like, I think he, like, understood the correct principles. I don't know that he appreciated being, like, the U.S. Open put him in a spot that I'm not sure he loved at, at at a certain point, like where I got to set these things up to be like the toughest test and the even par shooting for this number or people on Twitter are going to be pissed that it's not playing hard enough. And, and I think he just wanted to kind of like set up, you know, you know appreciate McDonald and there's all these courses, the way they were like, I, I, th- yeah. I really do think he, he had the right intentions and I, I don't, I'm not trying to defend him. Like Chambers Bay was a mess, right? It was like a, a mess. They, they, they screwed that up. There were screw ups. Um, I I think he was conditioning. He did a great job. Like the yes, the yes. the U.S. Open progressed so well. Um, yeah, under him, in terms of like under like, you know, like respecting architecture in a way. And I I th- I loved the graduated rough. Yeah, 
I don't know why they didn't have that at Wingfoot this year. I thought it was dumb yeah. not to. Um, I like don't think if you get hit a ball two yards off the fairway, you should be, you know, like in a U.S. Open, you should be punished like the guy that hits it twenty yards off the fairway. Can I ask you a wild GCA question? Sure. Why not? Somebody said it's off. This is we're all I, over the place. I think we're we're giving the DR the right amount of of play today. Could you make rough just graduated like vertically? What do you mean? So it's like someone sent us, someone DM'd us this. It's really bad at like 320. No, it's that's graduated the dumbest, up. I hate that. I, I know. People I know. Someone sent us that. I had this. to ask. People, Why not just make it a hazard or fescue or something this else? Is, uh, whatever. Think about it. Like you're just going to penalize a guy because he hits it far? That's dumb. It's like I an agree. attribute. You shouldn't get yeah. thicker rough if you hit it further because like – you're just you're bad. You hit it further. Like everybody, you, we got a couple questions. Oh, like that. people I had to pass them people along. People always are chirping that. Like, wh- why? Why do you get more pain than somebody else? Because, like, yeah, you know, like there can be random things that are three twenty out. Like, but they yeah. shouldn't always. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like, you shouldn't put every bunker at three hundred because that's yeah. just going to penalize the guy. We used to play this course at the state mid am Flossmore. And, uh, you know, when I when I was decent at golf, but the bunkers were always like right where I would hit the ball. And like I had a buddy that was shorter than me and a a buddy that was like 10 yards longer than me. And like I would just be in fairway bunkers all fucking day there (laughs) and they would never be in them. And it just drove me insane. And I know I know I actually know I've heard from multiple people. You know who the chief complainer about this is on tour? Uh, Who? Webb. Oh. He goes irate about it's this. Like, he feels like they're the bunkers. Spot. The bu- it's like Patrick Reed's right pin thing. He feels yeah. that the every bunker on tour is out there to get him, and, and right at the so much so that the tour's design team ha- now like when they're thinking about putting a bunker in, they like think like, oh, Web. is this going to bug Webb? Like they get worried about bugging Webb. Interesting. All right, back to Mike Davis, graduate. I, I I thought he did a good job there. I think he was. It, it just seemed to be thankless at a certain point for someone who's seemed to be well educated, have the right intentions, understand what's proper and correct, but um, maybe like couldn't do that anymore, given the modern game and the modern demands of what people think the U.S. Open should be. And also, it's just a burnout job, I would say. Um, what else? Do you have any other thoughts on Mike Davis' reaction to his career? I mean, he's he's on to the great thing about golf course design is nobody ever retires. These guys design courses till they're like eighty five. Look at Gary Pillar. Yeah, you know. Yep. Yep. So yep. he's got. I mean, and good for him. Golf we golf maybe, architect def- job is cool, and he and he by what he's done in golf, he kind of gets to like skip the line in terms of getting to getting to the top. That's that was the other thing. There's no like you don't have to get a degree in golf course architecture necessarily. I mean, you got to have experience, right? You got to have different. There are different degrees you can get to be good, but it's not like you know passing the bar exam. Yeah, right? for him, I think I, I've heard somebody somebody in my mentions was saying that Tommy gets on on the dozer. Tommy's different than his his old his, his namesake. He gets on the okay. dozer in the dirt, and so. It's good that's that he has well, somebody da- that has like technical experience because Mike Davis. But I mean, Mike Davis he, spent a ton of time with the greatest architects in the world at the greatest golf course in the world, so he knows architecture. 
He said he was going to do that too. He said, I'm going to like try to, if they'll have me, I want to go to like Gil Hans' site and uh, like core Crenshaw, like, and just get in the machines. He's like, I, I, I would like if I can kind of find my way. And, can we and get, get video footage of it? <laughs> Pulling the le- levers or whatever, doing, yeah, yeah, that would be good. All right. So uh, I don't know. Congrats to Mike Davis on uh, moving on. Um, Should we do other- schedule for the week? No, let's do news real quick. Other news, U.S. Open ratings were abysmal, which is to expect that they're going up against really good football games like Cowboys and Chargers and Chiefs. It was like, you know, that's to be expected. I don't care too much about ratings. John Peterson is oh, inspired by Bryson DeChambeau, has inspired him. He's now coming back again. So that's good. The retirement is, you know, it's Cantlay one. Now it's now it's Bryson. The hard work has inspired him to do that. I don't have a problem if he wants to work hard and compete. It's just like, you know, he made himself a martyr and a PR thing for a year about retiring to be with his family because he was a better dad and a better family man than the other tour players. So he's just retiring and was like a media darling for it. And then he unretired and then he retired and then he unretired. That that was my issue with John Peterson. I hope he works hard. Maybe we'll see him again. Um, that's it for news, I think. That's all I got. Schedule for the week. We're finally here. We have... Payne's Valley Cup, we got that already. Corrales Punta Cana Resort and Club Championship. That is Corrales Golf Club in the DR. Um, this was supposed to be opposite the Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup is not happening, so it's got the uh, it's the main event. Quite the field. Headlining the field are Graham McDowell, Henrik Stenson, Mackenzie Hughes, Will Zalatoris, Will Gordon, Adam Lawn, Keith Mitchell, Corey Connors, Pat Perez, and Charles Howell the third. The betting favorite is not a PGA so, Tour. Is a Corn Ferry Tour player. It's kind of unbelievable. Zalatoris is who you're referring to. How pathetic is that? It's not a good field. Well, it's just not. A, it's not. A, it's an indictment on the system. On yeah, that well. And before people get in my mentions about this, <laughs> if you go to Data Golf, they have like their world ranking. He's 76 in the world rankings, which is isn't he in the top 40 or something on Data Golf? 24th. Uh, He's uh, right behind Tiger Woods. Oh my god. But it, and he's not on the PGA is... Tour. And and then they're going to say, and then people have said, oh, it's a, the COVID. Like, give him some slack. It's COVID. It just is exposing that this archaic system is stupid. Like, the kid has been one of the best players of the world this year, and he's been playing in Corn Ferry Tour events. He showed it, and, oh, he could do it down there. He, well, he came up to the U.S. Open and finished, it, finished six at the U.S. Open. All right? So get the kid on tour. I don't care. Break the rules. Come up with a new rule. My rule suggestion would be, because we see this with Sung J.M., we've seen it with Scotty Scheffler, and now we're seeing it with Zalatoris. And, like, just to remind everybody, Matthew Wolf, 21 years old, if he doesn't, like, if it doesn't go his way in the sponsor exemptions, he might be in the same bucket, and he finished fourth and second in the majors this year. Like, it's very clear that some uh, mo- some of the best players in the world are at this point in golf are 22 to 25-year-old kids. Yeah. And it's there's only 25 spots or you have to have a miraculously good run across seven sponsored exemptions when you're not even sure when they're going to come. So you got to rework the system because the best players in the world aren't playing on the PGA Tour. Not all of them. You know, you have obviously all the big names, but Will Zalatoris is a perfect example of a kid that all year 
could have been, since the restart, been lighting it up on the PGA Tour, but has been instead on the Corn Ferry Tour, kind of like toiling away down there. Um, obviously, he's been making money down there, but it's just not the same, and it's kind of bullshit because if somebody's hitting 500 in AAA, they're getting called up. Yeah. And uh, yeah. My, my, my suggestion is if you have satisfied your – if you have earned your card in, say, 10 Corn events, like you've locked your card up, automatic promotion to the PGA Tour. Say that again. Say if say have... say like because what we've seen is like we you get these guys like Scheffler and M and yeah, and Zalatoris. Yeah, right. Davis Riley would be in this boat too, where they're like they locked up their card in like six events. Okay, I got you. You just and then you they're just they're like up. wire to wire ones and twos on the money list. Like M went wire for... to wire yeah. one. Like nobody was even close. <clears throat> but you got to play for four months for no reason on the AAA, basically. Well, and then and then your season ends, and and like it just sucks. You got a couple. You got to quickly put the pedal down in the fall series, right? Exactly. Fall, yeah. And like they should be able to like set. So if you earn your card and say, let's just say ten, the ten events, like you've locked your card up, automatic promotion up. Yep. And you kick JJ um, Henry off. I mean, speaking of J.J. Henry and that people of that ilk, does this field need to be 144 players for the Punta Cana? How about the fact that we gave away 600 FedEx Cup points last week? Yeah. And we get giving away 500 FedEx Cup points this week. To this? It's got the same. Why is it 144? I know it's supposed to be opposite. Originally opposite, I want to say match play. I want to guess. Um, there are so many people in this field that I've never heard of. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. It's it's thin. Do you want to read anybody off, or you want to leave them? No, I'm I'm fine. Not we've re- re- just imagine the opposite field reads that we do. But Carlos then- Franco's in the field. We're gonna do a fan vote Friday. Is that accurate? Should we throw some names oh, out yeah. there? We'll look for a poll. We'll post a poll on uh, Wednesday. I'm gonna or I'm gonna put up uh, a couple groups. You know. Okay. Good. Good. Ha- didn't good. we already do Chase Seifert? Isn't he? So, Flo- yes. Florida. Was he, he the, the Florida the triple, triple crown? crown. Florida. Yeah. But he's playing with Ben Taylor, who you know we've barely seen any of him. But then they they've got. A, I, I'm sure these are a lot of like Latin American sponsor sponsor exemptions. Got all yes. these guys that I've, I just don't know. Well, that's Swedish you know. pancakes in the field, and the fillet, and the fillet. Brenda DeYoung got a sponsors. Jason no, Bone he's got at, a sponsor. DeYoung got in on his own merit. I thought Franco got I, in. DeYoung's a sponsors exemption via 2018-19 Corn Ferry Tour category, whatever that means. He and Matthias Schwab, Jason Bone, and John Rollins. Got sponsors exemptions. We got They'll the bring... we got the one arm chipper uh, Graham Dillette. What'd you make of that? It's just <laughs> the yips, right? I mean, he's had that forever. I grew up playing golf with this guy. His name was Don Stickney. <laughs> he was a pro. He was a legend, like a, a yeah. hustler. And he okay. was he, he was his, he, everybody called him Stick. He was like five four, and yep. one hundred and ten pounds. Okay. He played with Jack at uh, Ohio State. So his name was Stickney? Don and Stickney. He, and he looked like, like a stick, and they called him the stick. I- Illinois, worked out. Illinois pro legend. Okay. All right. And he 
got the chipping yips and he hit every shot one-armed like sand shots everything he was the most incredible Bunker? yes he was the most incredible he had the most incredible short game and he and he had lost it all because he had the yips and he went to one hand and he he could get up and down out of a trash can wow that's unbelievable the let we'll have to keep an eye on if he can do that maybe yeah i don't know the stick we'll somebody guy. was doing that on the euro tour recently I want to say one of those Switzerland events or something. Somebody was doing that. Um, anybody else that jumps off the page to you here? They will. Ju Young Kim, eighteen-year-old uh, South Korean. Tom Might Kim. Go by Tom Kim. Why? Why do you pick Tom? I got uh, some inside scoop about this. So okay. the Korean players, um, yeah, oftentimes yeah. they just pick like a super American well, name. Uh, yeah, I gotcha. But Sanjay didn't. The Husky I'm just, boy didn't. I'm, they, he's Tom Kim. He decided okay. he wanted to be Tom Kim. <laughs> All right. All right. You can I call him, I'm sure he would be fine if you called him Ju Young Kim. You know? Okay. All right. There you go. Uh, I have no other real Puerto Rico, th- or I'm sorry, DR thoughts. Corrales, Punta Cana thoughts. Um, feature groups, by the way, Graham McDowell, Stenson, Connors, Mr. CT, Mackenzie Hughes, another Canada, Canadian. Adam Lawn and Keith Mitchell. These are your featured groups, by the way. Emiliano Grio, Johnny Vegas, and Charlie Hoffman. Oh, man. Pat Perez, Kevin Chappell, and Charles Howell III. Those are your four <laughs> featured groups. You get. I don't know if this is on PGA Tour Live. I guess presumably it is. I don't know. Can, not I, the can ROI, I read I you a couple groups? Yeah, of course. Ted Purdy, Joey <laughs> Bramlett, and Akshay Batia. How about that group? Patia's in via top 10 in its safe way, I believe. Patia, um, who's 18, with Ted, Ted Purdy, Purdy, who's probably 58. I don't know how old Ted Purdy is. I think he was like DFL in one of those majors recently. <laughs> the players, like the, the senior, senior players. players. I think he was way down the one of those, something like that. I feel like he was way down. How about this one? Eric Axley. Like Nelson, a web guy. Nelson Ledesma and Michael Cartrude. I don't know who Michael Cartrude is. I don't know is. who he is either. I don't know who he is either. Cartrude. What did he get? He's in via, oh, qualifier. looks like Monday qual- open qualifier. Dick like. Johnson's playing. Who? Richard S. Johnson. No, Dick Johnson. come on. Dick Johnson, Vincent Whaley. And Stephen Stallings Jr. Who's Stephen Stallings Jr.? I don't know who that is. Scott's Scott's son already growing up? (laughs) I saw him on the list. I I was like, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. I don't know if I've ever looked at a, a PGA Tour event and known so few names. Like, I, like, who's Ben Cook? Uh, he's the PGA section pro. That one I looked up. Which, what's the section? Caribbean? DR section? Um, Richard S. Johnson is in via beyond 150th on prior season's FEC points list. That is a completely, like, that is not very specific at all. That's beyond 150. Like that? 
That's like when you say, like, I'll get he you showed, a reply. He made a cut. That's like when I say, I'll get you a reply by the end of the day, and someone takes it to me like 5 o'clock, but you can send it like 11.59. You know, beyond 150, what does that even mean? That includes Brian Davis, Dickie Pride, Ted Purdy, Daniel Chopra, Henry. Yeah, I, I don't know. Arjun Atwal's in there. I, I Yeah, who knows how far down that 150 it goes. So I love the Carlos Franco, Brian Davis, Tommy Coca, Tita. Who? Tommy Coca. They got two guys with long hair. He's an Argentine. Oh, okay. Coca. How do you spell that? C O C H A. Okay. Tommy Coca. 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 Yeah, that might be right. All right. So those are your featured groups. Uh, Do you have an event of the week, by the way? I think we got to go with the Payne's Valley Cup. All right. It's already passed. Come and gone. Uh, One and done pick. Is the LPGA playing this week? No, they're not. Uh, it's not Euro on TV. Tour? Euro Tour. I got, I'm going to that next. Oh, it's that's the Irish it Open. Uh, Irish Open. Okay. But it's at some like Gosh. manner. I'm sure it's terrible. It's like Galgorum, Galgrim, something spa and manor up in uh, Whatever. It's, Island, it's, I can't give it to the DR event. Somebody's going to get an Augusta birth from that event. Because it's full FedEx now? How obscene is that? And somebody that wins a Rolex event on the European tour doesn't get one. That's unbelievable. You know, a core fairy tour player is the favorite. <laughs> I Also, I believe if he finishes third or better, he gets his card via FedEx That's... Cup points. Because hmm. he got a lot of them for finishing six. God. He made more money... In the U.S. Open, I think that he made the the year on the Corn Ferry, and he like lit it up. And he finished outside the top twenty five twice. The Johnny Morris stuff today made FedEx seem kind of thin and <laughs> understated. You know, seem really like they didn't have their they had their thumb on their scale even more than. Oh God, yeah, FedEx Cup like that was that's thin. Is Stu Sing uh, playing? Could he take back the? <laughs> no, I didn't see him. But he should be if he cared about his status, number one player in the world. How about Bryson being think... number one in the FedEx Cup? Has he ever been number him? one in the FedEx Cup? He was after probably after he won both those the first two legs. He had to be yeah. number one going in, right? Um, all right, one and done pick. You got to do one. I'll, I mean, I'm just gonna do Zalatoris. I'm taking Zalatoris too. Did Robert Allenby get off the? I think Charlie Belgian might be. Um, first alternate now at this point because Andres Romero is in the field I, I think it's Belgian which I went looking for what he's up to I think this was the event where he was like drinking in the shower you know before his tea time or like right after his tea time something last year deleted his Twitter account locked his Instagram account I guess that the, those Bitcoin tips are now for like paid subscribers only or something so other event is the Irish Open that is at Galgorm Spa and golf resort in Northern Ireland. That will be coffee golf, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and then, you know, 8 to 1 p.m. on the weekend. Headlining the field are Shane Lowry, George Kutsia, Patty Harrington, who's playing again, John Catlin, Michael Campbell, and Michael Tyler... Campbell's back for vengeance after, after the... That golf digest <laughs> yeah. headline. And Tyler Coivisto, Coivisto, 
Is he some amateur phenom that I should know about that he's listed in the headliners? Um, I didn't do my research. You see Westy popping off at this event in his post his press conference no, after Winfoot? Because he played with the amateur champ, the British amateur champ, the first two days, James Sugru. Mm-hmm. And he, he's Irish. He didn't have a, a, an exemption to this. He was pissed. So Westy came running in to defend his honor. He's like, I don't know who's running that Irish Open anymore. Like, he's Irishman. He's the amateur champion. He's a give sportsman. Him, give, give, <laughs> he was pissed. He went out of his way to talk about why, why Sugru wasn't playing in this. So that'll be coffee golf. Uh, that's your event of the week. All right. I'm done. Did you, You're done? Yeah. I, we've talked for an hour. This is... I'm done too. This, I'm out. This this episode was forty minutes too long. All over the place. But everyone keep an eye out for that poll. We'll do a little fan vote Friday on fr- uh on Friday. Have some fun with some new names. We haven't even talked about Good the Good luck with your Kiwis. Good luck with your email. Just getting battered. We didn't even talk about the Bears being two and zero. I'm with. I stand with the Kiwis. I think oh, that you should, they should be offended by your comments. To say that about uh, a, a USGA champion, you know, yeah, USAM champ. You know what we didn't talk about that I really want to talk about. What? We don't need to go into it right now. What do you want to talk about with the Bears? Rory's quotes on Bryson and Xander's quotes on Rory's saying he's taking advantage of the game at the moment. It is what it is. Maybe the time has elapsed. We'll talk about that Friday. All right. Enjoy your uh, hump days, Friday juniors, and we'll check in with you later this week.